Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tahoe Talk. It's Tuesday, November 17th, and this one, of course, brought to you by Lake Tahoe Ale Works, home of the self-serve beer wall, wood-fired pizza, and live music every day. Choose your adventure at one of their two locations in South Lake Tahoe at the Y or between the casinos at State Line. So we'll be talking about how some of those restaurants are going to be seeing lots yes. of changes. <laughs> you know, besides the obvious, uh, <laughs> the fastest C-19 increase California has seen yet. Uh, that is dominating all the news headlines here locally. And I'll let you take that away in just a bit, Rob. Space crew, SpaceX crew docks at the ISS after a 27-hour journey along with baby Yoda as well, yes. and another <laughs> hurricane. So, you know, those are your top story headlines, but I'm going to keep it a little different, as we always do here. We have a new second richest person in the world, Bernard Arnault. Uh, he's the head honcho of Fresh Fashion House LVMH, or a lot of people know it as Hennessy, which owns all kinds of liquor, Louis Vuitton, and about 50 other brands. He's worth $137 billion, and he trails Mr. Burns, or Jeff Bezos, of Amazon. <laughs> and then uh, just this morning, Elon Musk set to take the number three spot by the end of the week after Tesla shares jumped big time yesterday following their acceptance into the S&P 500. So last quarter, they got they got ousted on that and didn't jump into there. But uh, yeah, they saw their shares soar, and he made about uh, just $100 billion last night while he was sleeping oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice, nice huh? <laughs> and then in other news you've got whole foods they're collaborating with progressive to offer thanksgiving insurance with a 35 dollars gift card to customers who committed turkey cooking fail so you must submit a picture as proof of your inedible turkey uh, because you know a lot of people are cooking their first turkeys this year possibly and your family's ridicule just isn't enough so post it online and uh you gotta you got 35 dollars back but you do have to buy the turkey from uh, whole foods uh and side fact there you got about about 40 million turkeys are eating each thanksgiving according to none other than the national turkey federation <laughs> That's a thing. That. That's a thing. <laughs> so 40 million turkeys each year on Thanksgiving. And then uh Walmart announcing yesterday that you know they pretty they already sell pretty much everything. I don't know what you can't get there, but they're launching a new arm called Walmart Pet Care. It offers insurance, dog walking, and pet sitting, uh, in addition to the food and toys they already sell. But I don't know about you, Rob. I don't know if I want a Walmart employee watching or walking my dog. Seems, <laughs> I just yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm 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 a little indifferent about that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Zoom competitor Hopin raise 125 million dollars on their IPO or ahead of their IPO to be sort of the live nation of virtual events. So the Hollywood Hollywood Bowl of virtual conferences, they're calling it. Uh, and this startup wants to be your home for live online events, even though Zoom, you know, about a month ago, they announced that they have their bird evasion, beta version coming out to where you can pay for online events. But its biggest strength is just its impeccable timing. It was already launched in June 2019, uh, you know, six months before this little thing happened around the world. <laughs> and uh, the user explosion in eight months, it grew from 5,000 users to and, and about 1,800 event hosts to 3.5 million users and 50,000 
host organizations. And this includes uh, people like NATO, the UN, Slack is hopping on there, of course. So hopping might be some of our, you know, going into winter, we might be hopping on to hopping quite a bit more <laughs> for all these virtual events. And then uh, over in New York, burrito legend Chipotle has opened its first digital only restaurant. It's in Highlands, New York as online orders soar, of course. So the design meant for urban areas where real estate is more expensive and a full-size restaurant just isn't possible. So yeah, just ordering online, picking up at a very small window. And these are going, you know, like ghost kitchens are a new thing or they're calling them, uh, you know, back back uh, or black kitchens where you don't see anything of what's happening and they're just, they're doing it only for online delivery. But Chipotle sort of setting the trend there with just Kinda a pickup window. Kind of like the uh, um, the burrito window in North Lake Tahoe, right? Yeah. Oh, what a little <laughs> secret that is. Don't be telling anybody else about that one. <laughs> so good. And then uh, in tech news, Apple has released its new MacBook Pro with the coveted M1 chip. And it is now the world's fastest CPU core and starts at just $1,300. So, um, I mean, that's not bad when they're selling phones for $1,100, $1,200. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, check that out online. A lot of good reviews. And then my final note here in terms of news, the Golden State Warriors, they announced this actually on, I think it was Friday or Saturday. So maybe turning back the dial on this, but they announced that they want to host 10,000 fans at each home game uh, in the, when the season starts, uh, the NBA season on December 22nd. So that's 50 percent capacity for them uh but obviously those things have changed and we'll talk about that in a minute but the team is going to spend 30 million bucks for rapid covid testing and other measures to test people before they come into the stadium or the arena so uh we'll see how that plays out uh with seems the, like the, a the bottleneck and a half right all right here's sure 10,000 people everybody get tested before you come in all right and then uh my two fun ones here at the end thursday the 19th there of november is national play monopoly day like even if it's the national play Monopoly, my wife still won't play with me she hates it it's just too long <laughs> but now they got the ones with the credit card and everything it's all digital so maybe that'll speed it up a little bit. <laughs> and then your fact check here, you may have seen it circling, uh, uh, circling around on the internet. If you used a Sharpie on your ballot, your votes were not counted. That's the statement that you're seeing out there. That is false. Uh, so they have run tests on that and said, yes, your ballots were counted, even if you use Sharpie. So, what if you use a so red Sharpie? Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Blue or black only, Rob. Blue or black. Blue or black. <laughs> All right, that's what I've got in your national news. Take it away locally. You got lots to talk about. Oh, I got lots to talk about. And unfortunately, we're gonna we're gonna hammer this COVID thing because, um, and I'm kind of glad we're 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 doing the podcast on Tuesday because if we were to do this yesterday, we wouldn't have this news to announce here. But uh, that big news from yesterday, I'm sure everybody's aware of it. Um, the movement of all three California counties around Tahoe are moved to the purple tier. And Governor Newsom said he was essentially pulling the emergency brake and pushed some of these counties up to color codes. Uh, so like El Dorado was uh, in the orange, uh, push it right over the red into the purple. Same thing with Nevada County there. Placer was in the red, but got pushed to purple, but uh, gave everybody only 24 hours to uh, to get in line. And that's not the standard 72 that they've been doing uh, in regards to this. So it's just tough all the way around. Uh, and if you're wondering how it might affect the ski season, 
As of now, the resort's plans for the winter are still a go under the guidelines and restrictions that they have put in place for the season. Um, and there's only two counties that are in the yellow for the entire state of California and only four in the orange. Everybody else is red or purple. So uh, just something to think about there. Um, talking about other COVID information as it relates to the basin and beyond the Quad County region in the Valley. On Sunday, they announced 369 new cases, but 343 of those were from the Warm Springs Correctional Center in Carson City. Um, so that's a that's a huge jump. But when you consider where it's at, all those all those go under the Carson City umbrella. So um, looks like Carson has an insane spike, but all of them are, are really centered around that. Um, not all of them, most of them centered around that correctional center there. Added additional 55 yesterday. Overall, 693 active cases, 37 of those in Douglas County specific. And uh, Douglas County, they're going to be submitting their own action plan on Thursday of this week as to how they will be working to try and uh, mitigate that virus spread because they've hopped up into another tier just to uh, try and see what they can do just not to have to go any further back but we mentioned in the first few months uh, of the pandemic that renowned so we're talking about Washoe County now uh, they had turned their parking garage into additional beds and they never got to the point of usage and that is until now so that alternate site uh, that uh, they had started to take their first patients. I believe they have uh, 10 deep, at least as of as of yesterday when they announced it. Uh, but we were reporting the weekly numbers throughout the pandemic for Washoe County. It was roughly right in the neighborhood, about 800 to 1500 active cases, or essentially um, what they're what they're hitting up now. Um, this morning they have 5,583 active cases, or that's one in every 86 residents for the county. Uh, so that's insane. But uh, in in incline, 19 active cases and and only one active case in Crystal Bay. So significantly lower on the Tahoe side of the county, but uh, you know, the Reno on the Valley side, man, it's just, it's getting pummeled. Wow. Yeah. Those are, those are not ratios you want to hear. No, it is not. <laughs> um, and we do not know exactly what the Nevada side of things will be doing on the lake, but a week ago, uh, Governor Sisolak, he said he would give Nevada two weeks to try and turn things around. And that hasn't really happened. Uh, plus the governor himself has contracted the virus since then. So that was uh, big news over the weekend. And I'd have to imagine he'll announce some type of restrictions uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. Nevada's local economy though, or an entire state economy, it isn't as strong as California. So going into another... Uh, you know, hardcore lockdown, it could very well do damage. It might not be able to be repaired. So um, I, I think this is more or, or less why in his last conference, he was um, more like that that father telling the kids that he's going to pull the car over, but he doesn't really want to pull the car over. So we'll wait and see what, what he does. I imagine some restrictions will go back into play, but I don't think it's going to be heavy because he he knows what uh, what the... I'm sure he has his advisors telling him what uh, what the state can and can't bear, and it definitely can't bear another full full born lockdown. So we'll just we'll see what happens there. Um, but in somewhat lighter news, it was announced last week that Tahoe native Jamie Anderson would again be part of the U.S. snowboard team. And Mike, you probably know better than anybody, but any idea how long she's been um, part of the team? It seems like forever, but she's just continuing to crush it. Oh, it put me on the spot here. Yeah, I, think on the spot. I, didn't, even, I didn't even warn you, huh? <laughs> I think she was since she was 16, right? I don't, I know it's, it seems like it's been a while, but I don't know. Time flies, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, and the closest place, I, I guess that uh, you'd be able to to see her, although I don't know what kind of restrictions would be in place at that time. But February 3rd through the 6th at Mammoth Mountain, um, the snowboard team <clears throat> being an event there. I seriously doubt spectators are going to be allowed, but um, it's outside. So I, who knows? Who knows? But uh, sticking with that ski and snowboard front, we, we talked about a little bit before. Um, and the thinking is that because of the limits from the resorts this winter, we should see an increase in the backcountry uh, for traffic. We had another article go up on, on our website about the importance of education before you go. There's lots to know. So make sure you do your due diligence before heading out. We're, we might pound that through a, a little bit more as, as the snow starts to fall, but uh, make sure you, you educate yourself there. Um, mm -hmm. It's super important. And uh, we should be getting another winter storm hitting later today and into tomorrow. The mountain passes. It's all over the board. Expected anywhere between four and 18 inches. Uh, I think regardless, it, just be careful when you're driving. Um, it's not really showing, you know, much snow, if any at all, at lake level. But you never know. That wind's supposed to be picking up. So make sure those pine needle and leaf piles are all picked up. Otherwise, they're going to blow all over your yard. Uh, that wind picking up probably means those prescribed burns are going to die down. But they are on tap to, to be for this week. But I don't know what you've seen, Mike, for, for weather-wise. But I don't know what to expect. It doesn't seem too crazy out there right now this morning um, as of Tuesday morning. But it's supposed to hit us later today. I'd say the the PC way of saying it is base building snow in air quotes, right? <laughs> uh, and no one really likes to hear that. I mean, preseason is good, but uh, it means it's going to be heavy and nasty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were talking before this National Weather um, Service uh, out of Sacramento. They said this is supposed to be the the heaviest storm that we've seen uh, to date. So. Well, we'll wait and see because you never can mm -hmm. tell. Mm -hmm. uh, and then last one I have here, we'll end on a good note uh, of a story uh, that we had over the weekend that really blew up on social. We couldn't believe how, how this thing took off. But uh, South Tahoe resident Lee Asher of Asher House, he has a great story of spreading the gift of dogs. And him and his nine dogs, nine dogs have been across the country helping shelters and humane societies set up adoption events and promote the adoption of sheltered pets. And I just got to say, it's got to be at nine dogs. That's got to be a lot of poop to clean up every day. <laughs> that's one right. thing I did not think of. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and you know, he's a good guy. So he's cleaning it all up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like 500,000 followers on Instagram and, you know, 300,000 followers on YouTube, with millions of views. So definitely check out some of his videos. It's it's really inspiring. On, yeah. uh, good things being done there. For sure. Yep. <laughs> All right, Rob. Always a pleasure here on Tahoe Talking. You and I were talking last week about getting some feedback from the people listening out there. We might see a little bit of restructuring here on Tahoe Talk. So if you have any ideas for us, stuff you want to hear about or anything out there, just send us an email to podcast at tahoedailytribune.com. Uh, give us a call. Hit us up on Facebook. But uh, we're open to any feedback. But you might see just a little bit of restructuring on it. But we'll keep yeah. it fun. And uh, as always, we'll, we'll keep it coming at you here on Tahoe Talk. Thanks, Rob. Have a Thanks. great day. See you.